brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. Suds, suds, it's time for more suds. Welcome, everyone. You betcha this is another sud segment where our motto is drink, belch, and repeat. It's like a bumper sticker that we don't have yet. We need a bumper sticker. Okay, I need to get on that. Yeah, we I? need a merch store. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Merch. Well, joining me today is good old boy Dave. I'm a classy bitch. <laughs> are you really though i am i'm no basic bitch, yeah. classy bitch. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow good old boy kendall thanks for being here it's a pleasure as always <laughs> good old boy mike i will name him george and i will hug him and pet him and squeeze him and pat him and pet him and, and rub him and caress him and love him and pet him and love him and just yep that's me <laughs> I came back. Oh, our lovable co host. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, for those of you that don't know, I'm Good Old Gal Juliana. And today we're talking about lost words with uh, uh, lost Indian words. That's it. (laughs) Hidden Indian words (laughs) for 200. Mm -hmm. So recently, Good Old Boy Dave and I took a road trip back to my neck of the woods. Voluntarily. Where I was birthed, which is northeastern Pennsylvania. We did a lot of beer shopping, of course, and picked up some beer from breweries we've never tried before. We're going to talk about those beers and our traveling through the eastern side as well as... I don't know where Chili Squay Squay is on a map. (laughs) (laughs) What a bunch of morons. Was that the after the third or the fourth hour you came up with? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's got to have a goal. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Whatever. Road trips are good. The struggle is real. Oh, but worth it. First of all, though, we the we're going to talk about the ad spot. <laughs> wow. Yeah. This sud segment is brought to you by the Clear Beer Consortium. Hazy beer, we say it's lazy beer. That's right, brewers. We are here, we're clear, and we can see right through what you're doing. Actually, we can't, and that's the problem. You might think it's okay to serve an IPA that looks like a bowl of oatmeal, but why should we settle when you won't even let your yeast settle? Beer drinkers of the world, it's time to stand up and say, Don't haze me, bro. Don't haze me, bro. Don't wow. haze me, bro. Haze across America. <laughs> wow. Okay. I can feel the the uh, Eventbrite tickets just flowing. Yeah. Right yeah. there. Yes. Totally. Totally. Clear beer 2020. Yes. I like that. Moving on. Eastern PA. To most people, it's known for coal mining and... Water skiing squirrels. That's what? true. That's real. <laughs> no, I've seen that on YouTube. You can see that. That's a thing. Well, I mean, there's only one squirrel. The yeah. only water burger that has an Indian name with it. <laughs> what was that? Um, half the city names only have consonants in them. There are no vowels. That's My true. favorite town, River Runs Through BS. <laughs> Um, Eastern PA is known for uh, 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 the worst sports fans what? ever. What? <laughs> oh, man. In Philadelphia? You know it's true. So what about the, don't we have Amish and chocolate and stuff like that? No, that's on the Western side. Is no. it? No. Yeah. It is on the Eastern side. Those are different Amish. <laughs> don't. <laughs> Those are the dirty Amish. <laughs> 
Eastern PA has got a lot of cool stuff. So Sean, obviously we've got fi- <sighs> we have Philadelphia. Okay. Place of a lot of things, just saying. We have the Pocono Mountains, which is very near and dear to my heart. We have Steamtown. We have the city that is otherwise known as the city in the office, of which everything is based off of in life. Come on, kids. Let's pile in the back of the Winnebago. We're going to Steamtown. Isn't Philadelphia (laughs) the city of brotherly love? Yeah. Where they threw snowballs with rocks in them at Santa Claus at the <laughs> football game. They had to grease up the light poles to prevent more ice from, <laughs> from going climbing. up and leaping off them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's where they invented setting a car on fire. Fly, eagles, when fly. They win. You're a moron. Don't <laughs> climb up there. Oh, fly, eagles, fly. Your mom Weird. won't come and get you. We're definitely not going to Philadelphia. <laughs> no, you're banned Band, from there. Once again. Exactly. Oh, wow, there we go. Exactly. And then there's Hershey's Chocolate, and who can't forget Hershey's Chocolate? Ah, the old Hershey Highway. Been up there a few times. <laughs> 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 we really do talk about beer in the show. We are going to get to it's, that. There's, there's beer. Sometimes. Yeah. Yes. Holy cow. Okay. Well, I do distinguish between Eastern PA and that other part of the state, you know, that's by Ohio, which makes sense. And a sense. classic showdown between East and West. Exactly. Western PA is okay. And, you know, and we're going to talk about a bunch of beers from them in another episode. But it's just not as good as my side of the state. It's it's like Eastern PA has got Yingling and Western PA is Iron City. Hey, don't be dissing the Iron City. I rest my case. <laughs> just saying. I rest. You need to degrease an engine. It's an Iron City. <laughs> or Duquesne, right? Um, if you don't get that reference, you can go have a can of each and you'll understand exactly what I mean. Anyway, every time I go back, I try to visit some new breweries and do a little beer shopping. Well, okay, let's be real. A lot of beer shopping. That's why we have a van. Exactly. The thing about craft beer that I think we all love and hate is that most breweries don't distribute very far away. It, it kind of sucks because you hear about a lot of great beers, but you just can't get them. But on the other hand, you can always drive a few hours away from home and find a whole new world of beer, which is what we did today. Speaking of which, good old boy Dave, why don't you talk about the lineup for today? Okay, let's see if we make it through this. Okay. uh, I got 10 bucks. He's going to hose all this up. So from Last Minute Brewing in Scott, PA. That's right. Scott Township, PA. Oh, Jesus. All right. That's the only word on here, less than 18 characters. So we have... (laughs) Time Goza by Faster. It's a 5% kettle soured Goza. Uh, Rushing to be late, an 8.7% Imperial Stout. I Pledge Allegiance, which is a, I don't know, it's like 4.7% Session New England IPA. Uh, From Doylestown Brewing in Doylestown Township, PA. <laughs> yeah, there, I'm just going to put township at the end of everything that way. You don't have to cut No, Doylestown is just Doylestown. Oh, okay. If not me, then who? It's a 5.8% Blondale. From Evergreen Brewing Company in Camp Hill, PA, Juice Juicy. It's a 6% American IPA. From, oh God, Wallenpaw Pack Brewing Company. Not bad. In Hawley, PA. Well, that was he did pretty it. good. It's Pack and Brass is a 6% coffee IPA. Largemouth is a 6.8% IPA, a beer named for our own good old boy Mike. And Loggermouth <laughs> is a 6.5% IPL. From, oh geez, Saucony, Saucony Creek Brewing Company in Cutstown. Cutstown. <laughs> Kutz. Kutz. Rhymes with puts. <laughs> X Reserve is a 5.2% peach and ginger saison. From oh God, uh, <laughs> Conshohocken Brewing Company in Conshohocken, because where else would Conshohocken Brewing Company be if not in Conshohocken? That could be upstate PA. New York. Conshohocken. 
You go out going up to Conchahokan this weekend? Type A is a 7% West Coast IPA <laughs> and from Trogue's Independent Brewery in Hershey, PA. We have a beer made completely of chocolate. No, that's a lie. We have Trail Day. It's a 5.5% dry hopped pale ale. Flawless execution. On I have part. to say, I'm going to have to pay off on that one. Yeah. He, he, I think he did it. I think he, he got he, through that I don't think good. you can flag me on the Cutstown versus Quitstown. That's a man. That's a regional dialect. Yeah, that's yeah. a regional thing. Okay. I agree. Whatever. Well, thank you for your efforts. Now, moving on. Could a boy Kendall, would you mind breeding? Reading? Reading. Where are we going with this? Hmm. I so proclaimed. Would you mind giving the sex readings for today? Okay, we'll be discussing and rating these beers with these Suds ratings, plus our signature belching sounds. Here are those ratings now. One, that sucks. Give me anything but a bud. Two, was that a belch? Three, ah, what a relief. Four, a body should really not make that sound. And five, Listen to that hang time. Give me another. You know, body should really not make that sound is what they say after every time you pronounce a city in Eastern PA. Yes, I agree. What? That's, that's practically a motto. Concha hocking. Yeah, you did a great job at it. You know. see, you're just... I, I think that's an, that's a class in grade school they have. How to pronounce Western PA town names. <laughs> or Eastern PA town yeah, names. Yeah, either way. Or yeah. Pennsylvania either or town yeah, names. In general. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's all a bunch of Indians you know, names. So. <sighs> I think they're good classic names, though. There's a lot of... <sighs> all right. We'll start drinking beer after this brief interlude. Oh, I'm already drinking beer. <laughs> There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this podcast. If you like weird and strange history as much as I do, then I have the podcast for you. I'm Jason Horton, host of Strange Year. Each episode, I break down the strange history and cultural happenings during that year, like 1977, the Wow Signal, 1844, the Millerite Movement, 1997, the Phoenix Lights, 2004, Benjamin Kyle, 1518, the Dancing Plague, 1985, the Move Bombing, 1972, Remote Viewing. So to get your weekly weird history fix, pause the podcast you're listening to right now and subscribe to Strange Year wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back, everyone. Today's episode is part of a beercation to Pennsylvania, and we're going to talk about some beers from Eastern PA. We're going to start off with our top picks out of the flight, and yes. the first one up for bids is from Last Minute Brewing yes. in Scott Township, PA. It's called Running to Be Late. It's an 8.7% Imperial Stout. I think it's rushing to be late. Rushing to be late? Yes. Rushing to be late. Yes. Okay. Duh. But you were probably it, running when you were rushing. This is a Russian. Would, yeah. This is a Russian stout beer. It, it must be. Duh. Must be. Yes. So, let's discuss. This. Very discuss. Very good beer. <laughs> <laughs> Me, wife, girlfriend, girlfriend, girlfriends, we are like this. Very good beer. <laughs> What? <laughs> I don't know where he's going I, with this. I, I'll I, just say, I, when I first smelled this beer, of course you get huge chocolate notes. But the thing I, the thing that threw me off is I knew it was an imperial stout, but I got that sweet character you get out of like almost of a milk stout. And yeah. you know, once you taste it, you start getting some of those cinnamon and other flavors. But it really goes. It's smooth and creamy and just. Qu oh, are we having a, a, a technical failure here. No. Uh oh. No. Uh, Our beer dolly is getting hung up. Or lazy Susan. It has so much beer on it. She's so lazy. She won't even turn. Oh. Okay. Yeah. But it, it didn't taste like a big in-your-face imperial stout. It is really easy drinking. Almost too easy for the ABV level. And I loved it. Yeah, 8.7. That's it's big beer. But it's not that. 
No. And the thing about this, it's an Imperial Winter Stout Ale that has cinnamon, nutmeg, maple syrup, vanilla bean, and milk sugar in it. So, you know, one would lead you to think that this is just going to be a spice bomb, mm-hmm. but it's not. No, no, it's, no. They don't put a lot of anything in it. No. This beer reminds no, me of Dave. It's they, very dense. <laughs> they put a lot of love into it, Dave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're not we're not going back to the breeding. Kingdom. <laughs> uh, it was very complex. Uh, I thought for you know uh, just a non barrel aged beer. I just I you could have fooled me that this had been well, dropped in a in a barrel hard. for you know a year or two. I mean, it had that much complexity to it. I thought. Yeah, which could you imagine if they dropped this in a barrel? This would be a beautiful beer to put Holy in a barrel. Holy cow! Yeah. Okay, guys, you hear us? Do you hear it. what we're saying? Maybe next year. It's, yeah, it's it's really really nice, and it's it, it's hard for um, stouts to really stand out from the crowd too, because there's just so many of them, and you know they could be a dime a dozen. This definitely reminds me of like the first time I had Marshall Zukov, you know, because mm-hmm. uh, they had as a I think it has a very similar taste profile to uh, the Cigar City, um, you know, stout for sure. It yeah. kind of reminded me of like a Mexican stout, like. You know, where with the chocolate and the the other spices that are in there. So, the like, the West, there? like the West, like the Westbrook uh, Mexican, 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 yeah, Mexican with, but without the chili, right? Yeah, yeah, no heat, no heat. Yeah, which I actually no, I prefer this fair. a lot to. Not it has the, the same heat. bitterness profile for sure. Yeah, great beer, very good, cool. And what we rated the rushing to be late from last minute brewing a four. Uh, Yay. Uh, Okay, let's move down the line, as we say, so to speak, to Evergreen Brewing in Camp Hill, and they're Juice Juicy. Which juice is a, Juicy. Yeah, which is a 6% IPA. I didn't like this one as much as you guys did, but huh. there are some nice components to it. It's uh, juicy. It was, uh, first wrote, I wrote down this tasty, fruity, um, and it's a tad bitter, but it... It works. I think that's what I liked about it because I've noticed the any kind of these juicy, hazy. Although I say this isn't super hazy, but no, that no. style of beer, the ones I gravitate to are the ones that still have a little bitter kick to them in the end. It's not just a big sweet. It right. definitely has Orange that uh, you know some type of uh, juicy fruit, you know, gum or stripes. It does. Almost like uh, one of the stripes flavors. Um, yeah, I'm yeah. getting a little lemon off of it. But it's almost like a lemon fruit stripe gum. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, That's it. Kendall hit it right on the button. Lemon fruit stripe. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I do. They still make it? Do they really? Mm -hmm. Yipes. Stripes. Fruit stripe. Wow. I'm going to have to try looking for that. The thing I liked about it was just this was unique. This wasn't a Me Too, you know, beer. This wasn't, you know, we've had, you know, 400 of these. And it was that unique flavor profile that I thought was kind of captured my attention as as much as the quality it I definitely know, I stands it out in the crowd well balanced you know yeah because so many of these the juicy ones too just they almost feel a little heavy on the t- on the you know palate this was not overwhelming at all well a no. lot of times those those juicier ones they you know they make they put oats in it and they they do everything to kind of pump up the body on it this one's still got a very nice light body very light nice fish nice uh malty you know finish to it as well Mm-hmm. Very good, and I, I like the pininess in there too. It kind of balances yeah. out the yep. the lemon, and it's it's nice to have something it's all that's working, yeah. makes yeah. the finish a it's little. Not sharp. what I expected when I, when I heard juice juicy. I'm thinking just a complete juicy haze bomb. Yep, but this was a well balanced beer, and I have to dig the can art on it too. It's pretty rad. <laughs> just saying, pretty rad because I like. Did you listen to the can art show? <laughs> <laughs> can be anyway. deceptive. Anyways, from Evergreen, the Juice Juicy, we rated this one a four. (laughs) Now, our third beer of the day is from Wallen Paul Pack Brewery. Wallen Paul Pack Brewery. Excuse you. (laughs) It's the Lager Mouth. So, what's interesting about this one? They they have a um, large mouth with IPA, which is a, a staple at the brewery. But they decided to lager that, and this is the result. So, what no, do you think? Are these 
that similar of a beer as far as, you know, the grain bill and the, and the hops are using? They're just different fermentation? As far as we know, they're it's pretty much the same beer, but it's, they, it's just lagered. They look so different. <clears throat> Maybe lagering gives the yeast a time to settle up. Because, yeah. you know, the, the, you the large mouth is it's got a nice haze to it. This lager mouth is crystal clear. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think they've definitely lagered it out and then maybe even filtered yeah. it too because yeah. it is crystal clear. Well, I did not like either one of these beers. Um, my notes here on the lager, it's just too sweet um, and too bitter. It was, I just wrote. Wait, wait, wait. I'm throwing the flag. Time out. Yeah. yeah. I, icky. I did not like it. So. It's too sweet and too bitter. <laughs> is uh, what you just said. I know. <laughs> That's what I'm saying is, is that I'm saying that both neither one of those are working well. They're 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 not in balance. They're fighting with each other. Oh, okay. So okay. I, what I love about this beer is just it's got some of those traditional flavors you want in an IPA or IPL. Kind of that grapefruit, piney, resiny, all yep. working together. And Mike is right. There's uh, that. Not quite caramely malt sweetness, but there's a malt sweetness through the middle in this. But I think on the back end, the bitterness does kind of balance. See, it out. Kendall said I was right. <laughs> no, I said, That's what I heard. <laughs> did I say all the way right or just? Uh, just enough. Mike just, is alt right. Just enough. <laughs> so, in looking at the description of this, it says that they uh, did do a slight tweak to the grain bill from the large mouth mm. IPA. Six and a half percent. This doesn't feel six and a half percent to me. Does it say what either. the tweak was? No, it just says that it was I'm tweaked. I'm guessing they pulled out maybe a little higher protein grain. Like some wheat or some Yeah, some because kind of thing. Yeah, there's just such a radical difference between just the look of these two beers. Almost the same it's color, diff- but. Yeah, but it, it is definitely very different. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I liked both of those beers, but I definitely liked the locker mouth more. I did not like it. Yes, Mike. We yes. Know you okay, did. we get that, but you're you're no. It's just us three. Let's go back to now. drinking your haterade. <laughs> Hated this is, it. This is kind of what I want an IPL to be. You know, it's not a common style, but when people nail it, it's such a good beer to drink. Oh, it is. It it combine it it turns. Some of the things that people don't like about IPAs, it kind of cleans them out, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. makes it a nice finish where it doesn't, you know, burn you out at the at the end like a big bitter finish. It just kind of goes away. Yeah, and and that's what that lagering does to this. It just it, it's got such a great finish that you want to. Well, I want to drink it all day. Yeah. So the lager mouth from Wall and Paul Peck. Brewery. We rated a four. I don't know where Chili Squay Squay is on a map. What a bunch of morons! It's next to Wall and Paw Pack. Yes. It's in the middle of Lake Walla Actually, it's on the right, like corner. Yeah, on the right, over there. <laughs> you know, go down to the end of this dirt road. You're going to see a guy with one arm, okay? He's going to try to flag you now. Don't stop. Turn right and go down to the end where you see like a giant tree with a dent in it. (laughs) Then you go left. That's the gopher trail. Okay. Those are people that got lost from me. They wound up in in Eastern PA. They they just settled there. There you go. They were trying to get to the ocean. They're like, I, you know what? Let's just lake, you know what? Ocean, whatever. Yeah, it's water. Let's just stop. I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> oh look, they're Amish. <laughs> oh, these guys build us a barn. There's better cheese here anyway. Yeah. Okay. The right. last one of our top picks. I am very proud that this is in our top. Um, it's from Trogues. Yay, Trogs, mm-hmm. I love you. This is Trail Day, their dry hot pale ale. This is five and a half percent. Um, this is the beer you want in hand when your compass lands you at trail's end. The scene is set with a malt bill full of soft oats, unmalted wheat from Pennsylvania, add haze, and props up the oils of a bright hop combination. Citra dominates with notes of passion fruit and lychee, lotus, Adds hints of orange rind and vanilla, and El Dorado works with a fruit-forward yeast to pull flavors of candy peach. And beneath <sighs> that is a foundation of good. I can 
get a lot of what they just said. Yeah, yeah I have to say that scenario is playing pretty well into this beer. That peach is definitely there. Yeah, it's definitely there. But uh, that foundation of good, it's you can taste it. Yeah. Such yeah. a classic. Good, solid pale. This is something that will definitely play into a great beer at the end of whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, Are you guys miserable? No. No. no I'm very happy. Yeah. That's strange because you're, you're right here in Scranton. <laughs> for sure really yep <laughs> fan button band once again <laughs> no this is very tasty beer no. like and it's a dry i like that it's a dry pale ale because people don't usually do that you know everybody wants to go ipa yep you get more balance with the malt and the hops when you do a pale ale than you generally do with an ipa and dry hopping the uh, the pale ale gives you just the nice flavors and aromas from the hops and not any of the bitterness or anything. It's very nice, very easy drinking The, the beer. beer still finishes with the, enough bitterness to know that you're drinking a, a pretty solid pale ale. Yeah, yep. absolutely. No, it's not sweet. No. You know, but it is very fruity. And I've never had lotus hops before, so this was like, this is what made me go, hmm, I think this will be a good I've never pick. even heard of Lotus Hops. Yeah. So I think they're the either. ones where the little things are all kind of crossed over each other. <laughs> so it was, uh, so really? what was the flavor the Lotus is imparting? Uh, it's got to be that floral thing. The Lotus is orange rind and vanilla. Hmm. Hmm. Which I'm just getting like the slight hint of orange. But I'm getting a bit more floral than... Orange rind and vanilla. So is that like an orange creamsicle? This sure, beer kind of be. does have that orange creamsicle taste going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We might just be well, talking ourselves into some of this, but I actually do kind of. I definitely got the peach, definitely got some floral notes and some candied fruit. So now I don't think I've come back around and had uh, something from this brewery. Let's see. They have, um, they do Mad Elf. Yes, is that right? They yep. do. Yep. Is that right? The Nugget Nectar. The Nugget is probably Nectar is probably the other thing I have quite a bit of. And that's probably the one thing that I've pulled out when people ask me, you know, what does, you know, what do Nugget hop, you know, what is that? That's totally the beer. You know, I would pull out and go, this is it, man, all the way. Yeah. Because um, there's not like a huge blend of anything in that other than Nugget uh, hop. But I don't think I've had this pale. Uh, before and i really I like it's it new. it's 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 new and it's a limited release so i guess the thing that i always think of them as making a lot of beers with a lot of flavor and to make something that is a really good solid pale ale and very good at that yeah you know i guess i just wouldn't have come out and said well yeah i think that you know they would make a really good pale you know having all those different flavor yeah no, it's not surprising. Yeah. They, they knocked this out of the park. Yep, they did. And so the trail day from Trokes, we rated it four as well. Uh, Great uh, beer. Yay, Trokes. Very good. Yay, yep. Trokes. Okay. Makes you just want to run right up the Hershey Highway, get right up in, <laughs> get right up in there, and get some he of this. He has been waiting to reuse that line for at least 15 minutes. Yes. <laughs> Had to be done. Foul. It had to be done. <laughs> Fine. Just foul. Okay. Foul. <sighs> Fair or foul. Yeah. Mm. So we're going to switch gears here now and we're going to go to Goza country. Yeah, I'm going to Goza there. <laughs> wow. So this is from Last Minute Brewing, again in Scott Township, PA, and it's called Time Goza. By faster. Hey, you guys want to know what is cool about road trips in Pennsylvania? Is listening to your GPS try to pronounce the name of town? <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of like Demon yeah. Brewed. Yeah. Yeah. So yes. just go turn left on Demon Brewing. So uh, there's a, a street that's it's called Demumbrium. Yeah. Uh, but it, when you hear that's the, exactly when it. you hear your GPS try to pronounce it, it they always merge onto Brilly Parkway. <laughs> right. Yeah. So Yeah, they but it's don't... like uh in one hour you will reach Wilkes Bar. <laughs> they they don't do Wilkes well. Barra. Yeah. Well So you're saying that you need like a uh, a ways uh Eastern PA dialect. They should, uh, they should do yes, like yeah, totally. a regional thing. Welcome yeah. to Eastern PA. Yeah, yeah. here you are. Clonsock and 
I'm kind yeah. of surprised they don't for the major cities where there's unique pronunciations like Nashville. Yeah. Who would ever guessed of Lafayette Street? Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Moving on. Maybe maybe that's something we should do. <laughs> Good old boy Mike's personal dialect to Nashville. Oh, oh I think that oh. that's a winner. That's right. <laughs> hey, up here did Demon Bruin turn left? Great hot chicken right yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> is that Boston now? Uh, yeah, well, I know. I'm just saying. It's a little bit yeah, of just a little bit of blend. It's not. <laughs> no, no, no. If it was a Nashville accent, but hey, y'all, right up here on the left, over there where the Captain D's used to be, ain't none there. That's a Mexican uh, buffet. That's like the eighth one there on the block across the streets. What you Wait, really looking Mexican for? Mexican. That's a meat and three, not a meat and two, not a meat and one, Why don't but they a meat and three. <laughs> you know, that would be great. They should. Yeah, God, we sh- we could do all. Those. I can okay. screw up at least half of them. Oh, you you'd screw them all up, Mike. Don't don't shortchange yourself. You screw every bit of it. Everybody wow. has to have a goal. Okay. Well, the time goes uh, faster. Oh yeah, is, back to the beer. Yeah, let's let's reel it in here. Is a kettle sour goes it with coriander, pink Himalayan sea salt, blackberries, raspberries, and strawberries added. Why would you call a goza a kettle sour? They would never make it in a fooder. <laughs> I mean, that would be ridiculous. That would be stupid. Yeah. yeah. Anybody, anybody who made a, a goza <laughs> or blended a goza with something in a fooder would just be stupid. Yeah. I'd <laughs> be a total idiot. <laughs> That's the opposite of this beer, which Absolutely. is delightful. Which is really good. Yeah. Um, the thing that really caught my attention with this beer was definitely the mouthfeel. It was very thick, very tasty. It is. Yeah. And everybody's nodding their head. Yeah. Yeah. That's just the color. It's beautiful. It's, it's a, a gorgeous color. Gorgeous pink. Looks different than everything else on the table. And it's mm. tart and it's not overly sour. Hmm. It's just. And, and I'm still surprised with all these fruits that good old boy Mike is enjoying this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's really good. I think the strawberry is overwhelming the raspberry there. A little bit, but not mm. bad. Well, we'll be right back after this brief message. The Snozberries. Hey, Tapheads. I'm Greg from the Unfiltered Gentleman Craft Beer Podcast. Join Dan, Scott, and I every week as we discuss, review, and keep you hydrated with some of the best beer that the craft world has to offer. In addition to all the amazing beer, we also run down the biggest stories in booze news conduct the most important beer science, and share booze hacks to make your life easier, all while keeping things fun in life. We also get reviews from friends around the globe. Every few episodes, we sit down with a head brewer or owner of a local brewery to sample their beer, discuss their craft, and learn the story behind their passion. So as soon as you're done listening to the good old boys at Sips, Suds, and Smokes, grab a beer and stay hydrated with us every week. You can find The Unfiltered Gentleman wherever you get your podcasts, or head over to theunfilteredgentleman.com. Cheers, everybody. Hey, welcome back to Sip, Suds, and Smokes. Uh, on today's episode, we are talking about beers from Eastern PA and yes. making fun of every single town name we could possibly imagine. We were just... <laughs> <laughs> we were just <laughs> From uh, blah, 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 uh, brewing, uh, we have uh, the uh, the Goza, which as time goes by uh, faster, that we were discussing right at the break. <laughs> yes, time I, goes I, it, by faster. Yeah, really great uh, beer. The thing that I was thinking about, uh, you know, during the break there was just, we've had so many Gozas, and, um, you know, if, if you had told me that, yeah, this is... This this is a really good you know fruited goes I would go great that's yeah. number like eight hundred and forty five you know yeah. and I just I actually uh, this is very novel and good and I really think it stands out you know because we have had so many you know fruited gozas that I just to say that it would yeah I'm really excited about it you know it was like oh hum it's another peach you know overtone blah 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 berry thing you know. But no, this one's really tasty. I like the salinity that you get in the beginning, you yeah. know, before you even get to the fruit. I think mm-hmm. that's really nice, and it just carries through the entire time, even to the end. And like, but it's subtle; it's not overpowering. No, 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 no. And that's what's great because yeah. so many of them are so in your face that you yeah. don't even get to taste the fruits that are there. 
Yeah, so listen, if you're not familiar with this style of beer, Goza, uh, we have a great episode in our back catalog called Who Goza There? And it features eight minutes of the best eight minutes on radio about how to say the word Goza <laughs> <laughs> uh, that I did a long time ago with uh, Chris. Um, but it'll teach you a little bit about some of the taste profile. We talk a little bit about using acidulated malt and really how it should have that kind of salinity quality yep. um, that uh, Juliana was uh, talking about there. So, from last minute, the time goes by faster. We rated this one a three. Yeah, great Goza. Yep. Yeah. Now, let's uh, switch gears again and go back to Wall and Paul Pack and talk oh. about the Largemouth IPA, the 6.8% IPA. That is the what started, well, what was the beginning before they decided to go... Yeah. All loggery with it. So this it's is what a, birthed it. Yes, this is what birthed it. This is brewed with Chinook, Simcoe, Citra hops, and it is six point five percent. Tell us why you hate it, Mike. I did not like it. It was bitter. It wasn't not balanced. I, you know, I wasn't a fan of any of the Wall and Paul Pack beers. Um, I, I didn't like the lager. I didn't like the the large, um, the large mouth. And I didn't like the uh, the coffee. All right, so Kendall, tell us why he's wrong. <laughs> well, it's two words: the Chinook and the Simcoe. I mean, I love the classic bitterness in this and that you don't see in a lot of beers. And right. The, the irony of using a beer called, a hop called Chinook in a beer that's named after a bass. I like that. <laughs> there you go. See, There's something fishy about that. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's great though because like we're so New Englanditized mm-hmm. for lack of a better word now. Wow. Is that a word? I just made it up. Well, you are from Eastern PA, <laughs> the home of Shabada in the other town. <laughs> God bless. So I I really I enjoy this. Um and I like it for the pininess and the earthiness and the dankiness that yeah, it brings. All you that know, goodness and that bitterness is just Classic it is. It is resiny, it, but it does have a little bit of that fruitiness to it too. It's it's kind of riding along, well, sort of third hop coming in there. Yeah, the um, tiny fruit, tiny fruit. Which which uh, Chinook, Simcoe, and what was the other one? Um, Citra. 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 See, yeah. so yeah. Citra is so bringing the, that. that little bit of modern flavor in there yeah. too. But it works yeah. really well. It is. No. I like it. Yep. <laughs> what okay. did we rate this? Beer? Well, most of us rated the Wall and Paul Pack. Largemouth India Pale Ale, a three. Now, something completely different in this group is from Saucony Creek. Who? In Kutztown. The X Reserve, it's a 5.2% peach and ginger saison. Um, it's peachy. Yeah. All I got was ginger The uh, when I first took a sniff of this. Yeah. But to me, it's a lot of ginger. I get some ginger, but I get some peach. I think the peach may be coming out more as it warmed or something. I don't know. Yeah. yeah definitely maybe. on the nose. Yeah. Oh, wow. On the flavor, too. Yeah. There's a ton of it's peach a, there. Yeah. It wasn't there half an peach hour ago. Peach is out there. The peach has. It really showed up. Peach broke Yeah, out. I'm with Kendall. The ginger was actually forward when this was cracked fresh, and uh, it's flipped around, and not only did the peach come forward, but it got a lot sweeter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, for sure. It just needed to open up a little bit. I think it's gorgeous. Mm. Yeah. And as it's warming, it's gotten even better. No, yeah. I, th- I think uh, the peach and the ginger play really well together. They do. And uh, just complements those saison the Saison goodness. All the fruity, estery and I think, weirdness. I think this is the first Saison that I've had with this combo, you know, of spice slash fruit together. I think if we've had peach and ginger. I don't know if we've had it in a Saison style. Um, I'm thinking just like a, a farmhouse style for some reason. Like, uh, you know, I'm trying to think who that would have been. Um I don't know, somebody in Colorado, Odell, or I something. I think that was a party you went to, and there were some things. No, some I think there was. No, I think there was an Odell yeah. ginger ale. Uh, yeah. Oh, I was, I think there I was, was an Odell beer that had both those. A couple so. of girls there, peach and ginger. Uh, so my own tasting notes here: light, uh, good, fair balance. Um, about this, um, I don't particularly like how this is warmed up. I actually enjoyed it fresh and cooler. So, 
Um, so you liked it more ginger forward uh, with a little more of a bite. Yeah, I did. Um, yeah. The sugars are just kind of overwhelming uh, this a bit, you know, right now. So, okay. Well, I think this beer, it, it, it kind of shows you that it, if, if you do like it at first, well, drink it fast. But if you don't like it at first, kind of let it hang out for a little bit. Maybe you will. You know, it, it's going to be something different. And that's the interesting thing about some of these beers is like if you sip on it for a little bit and let it sit for for a while it, and, you know, kind of come up in temp, it's going to change. There was a terrapin beer that tastes a lot like this. I can't. Yeah, it was a peach terrapin beer that tasted a whole lot like this. Hmm. I'm trying to remember what. I don't it remember been. that. Yeah. Do you have a name related yeah. to marijuana? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, from Saucony Creek, their X Reserve, we rated a three. Good job, Saucony. Yeah, a twenty, a twenty peach. Saucony. <laughs> sure, it's not Saucony. I I liked it. Just saying. Okay, moving on. From Conshohocken Brewing Company. Excuse me? <laughs> Conshohocken. I don't understand why you guys are having such a big deal about this. It just rolls off the tongue. <laughs> is that what it does? Concha- How many fast food joints in Conshohocken? Uh, Four? <laughs> a few. A few. Yeah. Is yeah. it any worse than some of the southern Indian names like Tishomingo or Kosciuszko? Yeah, those you can say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, those roll off the Yeah, tongue. those roll off the tongue really easy. <laughs> okay, let's talk about type A. 7% West Coast IPA. Well, if there's anyone who's an expert on type A, it's Mike. So go ahead. <laughs> uh, you know, this was just a good, solid West Coast um, IPA. This definitely uh, rang every bell, um, you know, sp- Bit right out of the uh, BC uh, G, uh, GP. <laughs> wow. Well, boy. Is this a town in PA you're trying yeah, to say? Thank you. No, I mean, yeah. BJCP. Constant BJCP guideline. Yeah. So uh, rolls right off the tongue. Right. Yeah. Conshock and BJCP. So, I, you know, it's just, it has uh, that touch of burnt caramel that, you know, I think you're really kind of looking for with the West Coast. Um, that's really kind of the key thing that I always think of. Yeah, this was classic. The The first thing I got on the nose was those huge grapefruit aromas. Take a taste of that piney, resiny bitterness. Uh, you do get those caramel malts. It's classic old school West Coast. And as it's warmed up, that bitterness is in your face. Yeah. It was a little yeah. more subtle when it was cold. But it, I agree. It, it is a great old school. Now that it's warmed up, I think I like it even better. I'm with I do Kendall. too, yeah. I like that. It, it almost gives sort of a candied grapefruit kind of flavor with that caramel malt coming out what is sweetness. uh what is the name of the uh brewery in san diego that makes uh west coast that they made they have a green flash the, you just yes, narrowed it down to 100 it. of them i know yeah no that's it it's it reminds me of the green flash west coast IPA. oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah it yeah. does yeah this takes me back to when i first really got into beer you know and I mean, not just my local stuff, but it just the West Coast style was right there. Yeah. And this just takes me back to that. Yeah. And like when Green Flash came to Tennessee and mm-hmm. it was such a big thing and yep. blah, blah, blah. This is this is that. And I, I think it's great. And I hope to keep brewing this because, again, in a day and age of all of these Nipas, it's nice to see this out there. And it's such a classic style. So, from Concha Hawk and the Type A, we gave a three as well. Concha Hawk and Concha Hawk. Yes. Okay, let's talk about some of the other ones. Mm-hmm. What is that supposed to mean? So, <laughs> so Kendall and Mike, have you guys That's ever intercessional music bought beer in Pennsylvania? Yeah, of they course. have like a weird law. They're like you can only buy a certain, in a certain number amount of ounces. That's correct. Yeah, it's there, and it crosses over in between both on-premise and package beer. Yeah, yeah. Actually, you can drink more in person than you can buy in a package store. Yeah, they don't want you taking it home. Yeah, just drink it here, buddy. Yeah, they they really have. That's the way a lot of the localities tend to favor things. Is they want you to to buy 
buy the beer at the bar. And it is a very store. distinct difference. Like some package stores are like, you have to buy buy it by the twelve pack or whatever. Correct. But then what what's cool is they have like what they call beer delis. And so you go and it's it's a it's a beer store and you can buy one offs. Yep. And we we found a lot of those. That was a really cool thing. And their grocery stores have a way better beer selection than we have down here too. Yeah. Well that's true of half the planet. Well so. sure sure, but you know I'm blaming Sparky for that one. I blame <laughs> Phil Bredesen. I don't know. I just made that up. I don't know why. <laughs> it's got to be his fault, though. Well, and the one place that we went to in Philadelphia, which, you know, kind of like blew me away, was the Richmond Bottle Shop, which was inside an IGA. Hmm. So, and it looked like kind of janky, kind of not great IGA. And we're like, oh, dude, this could not be good. <laughs> but it actually, there was a great selection. Um, there was a really cool selection, and we were able to buy a ton of one-offs out of the cooler. Well, you know, when I was uh, there in Philly, uh, you know, I had a client in the area. There was a there was exactly what you're describing. It was a it was a beer store that had a deli in it. Actually, they had pretty good um, chicken uh, in there. Oh. <laughs> Go figure. But it was it was a you know it was an ethnic guy uh, that. Um, I want to say they were Turkish or Indian. Um, it's a big difference. There. I know. <laughs> well, Maybe it was a know, blend of been Turkish. Maybe been it Indian. was an Indian that served Turkish he was a, I don't know. He was a anyway, Turkish Indian. You know, great was, beer in that place. I wish I could remember the name. It was next to a mall that was directly on the far um, eastern side of Philly, right before you uh, crossed into uh, Jersey. And... Uh, uh, it was just uh, they always had really great beer there, and that was my favorite package store. Yeah. But but the thing I enjoyed was is you were able to get something pretty decent to eat there. But you would, there's no way you would eat it there. You know you would take it to go always. Yeah. So yeah, this place had some pretty nice looking pickled eggs. I don't remember any chicken. <laughs> <in> there, <but laughs> they had pickled eggs. They were pink. I remember that. They, well, pickled eggs is a thing. Yes. It's a thing. I like them. I like pickled I, eggs. I'm, I'm glad. Get a free t-shirt just for saying that. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> the pickled egg council just uh, yeah. just, oh just slid us a thousand bucks for saying that. Just endorsed pickled eggs. <laughs> there you go. They tripled uh, our sales. Okay. <laughs> well, then just briefly, the pack and brass Wait, from- Wait, are we going to rate oh. this? Type- Type A is a. Oh, oh was, well, yeah, we I gave it a three. Did, yeah, we did rate it a three. Thanks for showing up. Yeah, well, he was <laughs> he was all thinking about pickled eggs and Turkish. Food. I was. I, I was wondering whether it was Indian or Turkish. I guess he is. <laughs> well, okay. Let's briefly just talk about the pack and brass from Wacka like a pop up. Wallen Paul Pack. Yeah, Wallen. Yes, it's a six point eight percent coffee IPA. I already said I hated it. That's very. I it's very blonde looking. It's the the coffee is very heavy in there now as it warms mm-hmm. up, but I it is I still like it though. And it was it was really good at the brewery too when we. <sighs> I, I feel like the coffee flavor is a little muddy. It just doesn't cooperate with what the hops are doing. Negative. Yeah. I gotcha. It's, this it's, is it's an interesting beer. I'm glad I tried it, but yeah. I don't think I could drink a pint of this. So you know a bunch. You know, we've had those uh, blonde uh, coffee stouts, you know, that have tried to do this. Absolutely. One of the, the best uh, uh, cream styles, the Cookies and Cream at New Heights. That is a great beer, yeah. you know. Um, or It's coffee and cream. I'm coffee sorry. And coffee cream, and yeah. cream, yeah. But um, Cookies and Cream is great, too. Yeah. Um, but this is not working for sure at all. So we ever. gave this one like a, ever. a deuce. <laughs> we did. Well, I think that's going to about do it for us here. Um, Good Eastern vacation, PA. yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely uh, a lot of things that you know we've not had on the show before. I've been to that part of the world, but there were a bunch of beers. God, that juice juicy is still hanging on me, man. Aww. I would go back for that. Nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was that was. But I think you know they have a good variety of different styles and. I think it's worth the trip going back. Juliana's proud of her home state. You think? Family or not. It's a PA is the best place ever. Well, that's going to do it for us. 
You can always find us where you found this episode, as well as radio, satellite, online at Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and nearly any place you listen to a podcast. The easiest way to find this show on your phone is to ask Alexa, Siri, or Google Play Podcast, Sip Suds and Smokes. We love your feedback, and you can reach us online anytime at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter and Instagram every day at Sips, Hudson and Smokes. Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. Please take the time to rate this episode if you're listening online. Five stars. Kendall, please tell us about your blog. My beautiful wife and I blog about the good news of good beer at BeerMix3.com. Dave, thank you for being here. You know what? It was my pleasure. <sighs> Wow. He wrote down his favorite top 20 uh, names of towns in Philadelphia that he is trying to pronounce <laughs> correct. Towns in Philadelphia? <laughs> yeah. yeah I, good, no, I mean top towns no, in Pennsylvania. Good, good, so. good burn. Good <laughs> burn there, dude. More, yeah. more beer at table yeah. six. Have some more hot chicken. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Good boy, Kendall. Thanks for being here. It was a pleasure. Here. I enjoyed the <laughs> East PA beers. Yay. Somebody did. Good old boy, Mike. I did enjoy them. <laughs> like two of them. <laughs> there was great beer here. We're hey, winning. Come back. Join us <laughs> once again for another exciting episode of Beat Mike Up. <laughs> I'll ask you to keep on sipping. This is good old gal Juliana sending love to my home state. Catch you next time. Wow. Keep on chuggling. Not Dave. And Bye. Bye. <laughs> been a one-tan-hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time. <laughs> <laughs>